Yo, John. Yo, there we go. Oh, great. Cool. You sound great. Let me do my intro. Hold on a second. This is Chaos Therapy. Obviously, I'm Leighton Jordan. And tonight, it, technically, Internet Friends Part 2, 2.0, um, with my homeboy, Sean C. Anthony. The C stands for Cash Money Bitch. Uh, at least that's what I was told by a guy in the woods. So, I don't know. I guess I have to believe him because you always have to trust Woods guys. How you been, man? Hey, not too bad. Just uh, living that pandemic life, you know? <laughs> Bro, that is, it is. I think we all are. It's, it's, this is, we keep forgetting this shit. Like, not forgetting, but just like forgetting how surreal this shit is. <laughs> it's real weird. And I'm also real glad that I work uh, in IT and not yeah. uh, in food service. Right. <laughs> Five years ago, me would have been real fucked about right now. So Dude, I think all of us would have been real fucked, mega fucked. <laughs> like, so the millennial generation just died off. Like, well, wonder why? Because bullshit. That's why. Be- like, we're because all, we, we all, all can't afford. We all can't afford the places that we work at. <laughs> right. Truly, truly, I'm at a place now, man. And the reason why I left warehousing to get on there, even though it was like a three dollar pay cut, was that. They're like, yeah, you got unlimited overtime. All right, bet. Cool. But yeah. as soon as you got a training, guess what? Fucking unlimited overtime. So it's like, God dang it. It's not great. Yeah. But well, it's 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 that you, you gotta do that work life balance. Like, is it worth it? Am I actually getting like I mean I left it's I took a mild, tiny little pay cut to go where I'm at now, but mm. also there was literally room for upward mobility. Whereas where I was at was just like yeah, you'll be in this position for four years and there's basically no hope of leaving it. And I was like, yeah. Right, well, unless someone dies and gets fired. Right, and at that point <laughs> I was like, I appreciate you bumping my, my pay, my pay requirements up, like, right. way higher than I'm qualified for. So I'm going to go ahead and take that and run. <laughs> I, think it, I think a lot of this is, <clears throat> this is just crazy. Like, think about, like, I'm 33. And it, since 1987, the world has seen communism fall, for the most part, or at least the USSR fall. Well, uh, seen, our version, our, our yeah. version of communism that we think, but we illy define every time. Right. <laughs> we saw an empire fall. Like there's people who lived and died, never th- thinking that the 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 like the Red Army was gonna like they didn't think that it would double the fucking Third Reich. You know, triple it actually. Like that was a the Third Reich lasted longer than the fucking uh, Confederacy, and you don't see Germany like, yeah, we should bring that back. Like, no, no, like, like (laughs) Germany can't even get too nationalistic before people just start grabbing sharp objects. Like when the World Cup was in Germany, I was like, hey, Germany, yeah, just like, hey, man. Y'all waving those flags a bit too much. Calm that down, Schwansteiger. Yeah, but in Calm the defense, that shit down. in their defense, I had to sit back and be like, "Look, Germany's beating you eight to nothing, Brazil." Okay. Yeah. And and you are the home team. That was dude, that was a <laughs> wild thing to watch. Like I legitimately was... thought they were about to go to war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I was like, "Look, we need to call somebody because this is a sexual assault at this point. Like, this is this can't be." something that we need to be seeing like cover the children's eyes and the funny thing is it would have only been the second war to ever be started because of a soccer game yeah <laughs> oh yeah. el salvador and honduras beat them to it they just don't like each other period that's just tribal like look fuck you 
and the Incas. What? Say what? And then they just fought. <laughs> and it was because it was it, it was better fighting than soccer. I'm pretty pretty sure they're not that. I mean, they're better, but it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, so I just want to give the breakdown of our history. I think we became internet friends, and I don't even know how. Like, who was our mutual I think it's friend? We both know Tiana Brooks. Ah, uh, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yep. I went to school with her. I went to high school with her. I've uh, I I worked with her forever and a day at uh, at a B Dubs back in the day. Yeah, and I think you commented her for like. Yeah, and then we both realized we were like, "Hey, we agree on a lot of stuff." We might as well fucking seem like a cool cat. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's and we've actually met each other. I want to say, I want to say we've actually seen each other face to face less than five times. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's totally right, and it's basically always at a gym, right? Or uh, the B Dubs (laughs) you used to work at. Okay, yeah. Yep. What's up, man? Like not much. Just getting food. All right. And it was like I think we I think we probably talked for a total of three hours. Probably. Total. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> we're about to we're about to hit thirty three percent of that in this sitting. Right, <laughs> dude. That's crazy. But we've been fr- like friends for years. Like we've always had good dialogue, even if we disagree on something. We've always had a, a mutual respect where we can hash it out. Like absolutely, and I think that's that. I think that's always. I feel like you're a really cool dude. I think when you announced that you got married, I think I was probably like one of the first two people that wasn't in your direct bloodline. I was like that message was like, dude, congratulations! When you were having a kid, I was super excited for you. It's like, oh man, this is great. Yeah, and I appreciated that. And I know that you know you have your own youngins. Yes. So it was uh, it was nice uh, having you uh, give me give me a little pointers on. Uh, making sure I know that I have no fucking clue what I'm getting ready to get into. Dude, you which never know. You are. And, but then, like, the z- like zero to, like, four or five months, I can completely understand why some people straight up go psychotic. Yeah. But then as soon as they start getting, like, they start trying to walk and they're kind of talking a bunch, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Like, it's the best thing in the world because every time you see them, they're learning something new. And it's like, man, I'm 32 and I am just worthless compared to what you're able to do right now. <laughs> I think I think a lot of it and my youngest just started kindergarten this past week and I was talking to her mom I was like this is when our Riley our daughter is going to start becoming Riley because right yeah. now she's just literally she's our ideas she's her mother's ideas she's my ideas like she doesn't really she may have opinions on stuff but she doesn't know she doesn't know what she doesn't know like she doesn't know conflict resolution she doesn't know how to deal with bullies. Like, she doesn't... Like, they're... Like, she's gonna be... Who the kid is on the bus is totally different than who they are on the parents. I can completely attest to that. I curse oh, yeah. like a... Like a sailor on his way to the chair when I was in... On the bus. <laughs> but I'm like, right there around, with you. I did yeah. the same thing. Yeah, well, I, around my mom, I did it too because I, I really didn't care. And it, it just... It was just kind of like, eh. I, I played Grand Theft Auto. She knew what this was. <laughs> right. It is. It's. I think it's a, a, a situation where like kids now are growing up with so much information at their fingertips, more so than what we had. Like. Well, more, more uh, avail like quickness of availability. And that, like, that's it. I mean, for example, like not not to not to hype my own upcoming thing, but I, I've you know I worked in radio for four years, and I've done several podcasts that 
they go for a while and then and then they stop because I you know one thing or the other gets in the way. Uh, but I'm starting a new one up again in January that's just all about history. And it's about mm-hmm. stuff that you probably know about, but you don't know, like the intricacies. Um, it's, you know, things that, like, for example, the first two things I ever wrote, the, the, I, I put in about 30,000 words for the two episodes. It's about how Russia technically caused Pearl Harbor. And the whole thing yeah. is people don't really, they know Pearl Harbor. They don't know why they don't really know the why. And I think that there's so much that we, we only know, like, the action. We don't know the verb or the adjective behind why that noun means what it means. Mm. But it, what you and I had to grow up with when it comes to, you know, studying, when it comes to learning, when it comes to open-mindedness, we had, obviously, books. And I own an absolute treasure trove of books, I can tell you, because they were the heaviest fucking things and we moved into our house. And the, the thing is, I love them. They're some of my favorites. There's a lot of great information in them, but mm-hmm. not easily accessible. Like I have a book whole pot and that book is Jeez. 800 pages fucking long because he had an interest in Well, because Pol Pot was the Hitler of Asia. <laughs> yeah, he was. He truly actually is either him or uh, Mao. Yep, Mao was up to Mao was well, really high. Up see, there. I think I think the difference though is Who's Mao the was a Japanese in, guy. Him. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> are you talking about Nobunaga way back in That's the day? That's it. Yeah, Nobunaga. Like the difference being though is like when you think Hitler, you think like you know someone Dude, was ba- planning to wipe coverage. out. Well, someone to like wipe out everything available. Yeah. That's what Pol Pot was. He he was he wanted power. That's what he did. Cared you about. Have- did you do you have glasses? Yeah, man. I'm just trying to see while I work these fields. Dad, what the? <laughs> yeah, like, bro, you couldn't have glasses. Like, he. But the, an ironic thing about Pol Pot, the control was like he went to college. He got all yeah. this, all those fucking ideas because he went to like, bro. He was well traveled. This motherfucker was in France. He was in Belgium. You know how rich you have to be as an Asian man pre planes to just go to Belgium and study. Yeah. Well, it's the same with in North Korea with the the, the Jong Un family. They yeah. all of them all of, like uh, the the most recent ones. It's that's Kim Jong Un, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, he he studied in I think it was Switzerland, and that's where he was introduced to the NBA. That he's like a massive Bulls fan, and I mean he was you know he's a little bit older than us. I think he's in his late thirties, so he was at that prime age for like mid nineties Bulls. Like right. that was. Everyone in the mid '90s was a Bulls fan or a Spurs fan, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, well, or, yeah, or not, not Spurs. That was uh, yeah, it was the Knicks. I got it mixed up. The Spurs was late '90s, early 2000s. It was right. Knicks, Bulls, Rockets, um, uh, Lakers. Lakers. Hold on, oh, yeah. dude. Uh, you know what? Houston had a lot of fans. Houston, Imagine, well, yeah, with Hakeem in the mid '90s because everybody loved Shaq and Penny. Yeah. It, well, and the, but then the magic lost Shaq, and then everyone became a right. Lakers fan. <laughs> True. True. But yeah, yeah like it's it's amazing what little we do know, but what how much we we're able to learn nowadays, and how quickly. And, and it's you know even just going to Wikipedia. If you browse Wikipedia, there's so much information. And screw every teacher that says you can't cite Wikipedia. I yeah, understand. I understand the point for certain things when you're looking for more in-depth information. And, and I agree with that because it does kind of give you generally like the bare 
necessities or a little bit extra but mm-hmm. it's also a great place to go to find those sources like they're all sourced it's literally sourced material throughout the whole page like it, that's one of really the only websites of i donate to i donate to wikipedia every year all the time as much as i can three bucks there you go it's not like i don't use you dude <laughs> like i literally learned about the spanish civil war through wikipedia i was working at this job and like you could be on the internet as long as you weren't on like facebook or nothing you could be on the internet when you're on the calls like i'm on wikipedia just going through it clicking and just going through that wikipedia wormhole and just figuring out what the fuck is going on i was like holy shit wikipedia is dope it's like, oh no you can't believe everything i highly doubt someone is gonna just there can't be that much of a troll to where they just go through wikipedia and just changing minuscule shit well, and anytime stuff does get changed, if it's incorrect, it does get removed. It does. Like people, people act like there's no one monitoring it. There are, there's a reason they're asking for donations. It's right. because people monitor it, but they're, you know, people aren't going to be able to monitor it for free. That's just, that's just not possible. So yeah, they like they. There's one guy that was interviewed, and I can't remember his name, but he he like edits and maintains like a third of Wikipedia's site. I mean, mm-hmm. there's people that dedicate their lives to this. And it's like, if you're going to tell me that I can't use it as a source, I, I mean, what, what are they going to have, like, the WWE championship roster wrong? Right. <laughs> going all the way back? No, they've pretty much got it correct. <laughs> I, I think the thing with the, – here's what I've thought about this with the Internet, especially with social media, because this is the age that we live in. They, it's a time capsule. It is a time yeah. capsule in the most in infinite ways because it will been dope to go back to 1975 or figure out what our grandfathers thought of Nixon. Like, or what they thought of him getting impeached. Like, our kids and our kids' kids, for as long as the internet's a thing and as long as Facebook's up, they can go back and see, hey, what was my dad, what was my grandfather thinking March 3rd, 2020? Yeah. That's it. Like that's that's such a that's such a blessing to have that ability, and we got it. Like we we have that. Like that's crazy to me. Well, the thing that's crazy about it is, you know, knowing that, and I mean, with our generation, we were really the first one to encounter it at this level. Because I mean, we were in our teens mm-hmm. when yeah. when MySpace first hit. Right. And we had MySpace and then you had uh, the advent of um, what was it? You had like Angel Fire was around mm-hmm. also. Um, what was the, the there was a blogging one that people would uh, post their 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 like daily occurrences or poems and shit. or something. Yeah, it's something like that. But then we had the advent of Facebook, and that was really where it kind of like became much more solidified and uniform in what it was. And from that point, it's just everything you've done is saved in in some capsule somewhere and somehow. And I don't think people truly understand how fucking much shit can be saved in, in, in the infinite of space that is the Internet. Right. It's, it's truly a massive. It's it's obscenely massive. <laughs> it is. And I think we're not I think we're literally just scratching the surface of what the internet is and can do to this day. Like there's so many there's so many sites. There's so many 
Like, dude, it's it's masterful. It's just you're not going to reach the end of the internet. Well, yeah, ba- I mean, back in the day, the thing this is for all all the old kids out there, for us mm-hmm. elders, we used to use Stumble Upon, and the entire existence of that site was just click this and it'll give you a random ass site. You had dude, no idea what you were going to. I didn't even and know that- there was a site called Stumble Upon. Oh yeah, and and what we used to do is you it would you just go to Stumble Upon and you just click. It was just stumble and you would click stumble and it would just take you to a random website. It could have been Best Buy. It could have been uh, pretty much. It, it was like limited to like PG 13. It wasn't going to take you to like newgrounds.com or anything, but it, it was going to take you to just any sort of random site that you could just start looking at. stuff. And that was one of the ways that I was first introduced to a lot of different, uh, you know, viewpoints and random ass blogs Mm-hmm. And some of them were really interesting and weird, and other ones were just, you know, pathetically dumb. <laughs> but I, that that sort of thing was just always very interesting to me in how it was handled. I think it's it's fun, like again, because like the internet is now a place that just is. It's with us. It's its own thing. Before it was a th- place we went to. Like we all used to believe as kids that Marilyn Manson took out two ribs so he can blow himself. Who the yeah, fuck that... started that, and how did yeah. my fifth grade self know that? Yeah, it was like, one I'm of those random... I'm sitting there watching the beautiful people, and I'm like, man, this dude really sucks his own dick. That's crazy. <laughs> was, that was one of the first... That's one of the first examples of the internet uh, pushing uh, just a random rumor. And it's one of the many that you can cite in the last, you know, 20 years where that, sh- I mean, hell, the, the, the whole, like, uh, the incel movement, that whole thing. Yeah. That whole thing was... celibate, dude. Yeah. That's, that's just losers, legit, it's, like... It's whining. It's, yeah. it's whining and it's self-pity over everything else. And the, fun- the funniest thing of that whole shebang is that it was actually found. They found the original post on, it, it was on some metadata, uh, uh, shit blog area that's built the same way that 4chan is but in like Mm -hmm. 1994 it was originally a a a term coined by a canadian woman they found and traced it all the way back that she was the first person to ever say that she was an incel or involuntarily celibate so their their entire like demographic and, and and stance is built upon what a woman came up with to reference herself and they're sitting there complaining about not being able to get laid and it's like to be honest dude just pay someone's only fans and have them do their thing dude, and enjoy so many hoes. just there's so many hoes like, just you, go get a hoe if this you don't a- if you don't look good then you know get rich or pay someone i am yeah. very pro sex workers I am very in favor of them being able to friggin' do their their craft. If you right. want to, if you want to, you know, if you want to screw for money, do it. <laughs> it's no the oldest form it. of currency in the world. It truly, <laughs> truly is. Fucking I think apes and gorillas do it. They literally will trade something of value for sex. That is a real thing. <laughs> it is. It's just weird to see. <clears throat> Because after, because like because of COVID, like people are starting to branch out on how they make money. If you do this right, you have tax-free money. I mean, you probably should pay taxes on it, but at the same time, 
they're, they're five years behind. They're five years behind being able to tax that because they, they good luck. Like they, <laughs> it, I, I think one of the things I've always I've thought about this when we talk about to go back to communism and our idea of it, and <clears throat> the way that communist is set up now, like China. People talk about China with this whole virus thing, and I've 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 taken a, taken a step back and I've looked at what China is. China. And the in the Chinese people, or at least in the government, they are beholden to the idea of China. Not so much the land or the country or the flag, but China as an entity, as a thought, as a religion in itself. And you have to think about when China became China under Mao. Mao was a big fan of Stalin. So Stalin created this idea of the Soviet Union. Like, no, we are doing whatever the fuck we can to keep this idea going. Like Asgard. Like, oh, like in Thor, it was like, hey, Asgard is its people. It's not just a, a place. It's not just a thing. It's its people. It's an, it's, an, it's an idea. It lives on. So the way China has been treating this virus and the, and the information that was being uh, let out about it, it was always supposed to make China look good to China. Because they're like, we don't give a fuck about, we don't give a fuck about our own people. We don't give a fuck about you. And the thing is with China, they have us all, all by the fucking short and curlies because they make everything for fucking cheap. Well, so it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to sanction China? Are you going to bring those jobs back? Dell, Nike, whichever. And then now you have to pay everybody, like pay the people a living wage. Like, no. So it's like, no matter how much you want to shit on China, we're only going to do so much fucking shitting. Well, see, China outplayed the U.S. by a wide margin. Mm -hmm. And the one major thing to remember here is that China is not communist. That is, again, communism, just like fascism, was created in the 20th century. Early 20th century is when communism and fascism became a reality. They'd never been done before up until the USSR and Nazi Germany. Prior to that, both of those did not exist. So, again, our, the, the whole concept of communism and, and how it's implemented by Stalin, it's not even communism. It's, it's dictatorial authoritarianism. It, it, mm-hmm. commun- had, the whole point of communism that they, that they pushed was, oh, well, it's, it's the peasantry. It's the people. Okay, and those peasants quickly became your oligarchs. Like, you just traded po- rich oligarchs for now poor, new rich oligarchs. It was really no different. The only difference was is that Stalin had no problem murdering millions of his own None. People. None Did at all. Did not care. Did not care. Like, in Did that not instance, give a shit. In that instance, like, at least Hitler didn't want all of his people to die. He just wanted a certain religion to die, which none of us want to talk about the reality that we were totally cool with it from every other perspective, too. Dude, the, <laughs> the and US... I've said this a million times. The biggest irony is that the United States went to war with Germany over racism and anti-Semitism. Like, there's a whole bunch of black, native, uh, Latino people and Jewish people are like, word, that's what we're doing? Okay. Well, I still remember Jim- at this fucking... Uh, I still can't eat at this restaurant or go in or use this store. But, yeah, we're fighting the Germans because they're racist. All right. Thank you. Well, remember that the, uh, Jesse, Jesse Owens himself said, you know, Hitler ain't never called me an N-word. And he, he's right. He's right. <laughs> but 
Hitler but, did say it a lot. Like he was, yes. he was super fucking like he did not like black people either. He only no, like uh, but he, only, he didn't view them as a scourge. Like that's your only difference. There weren't enough. Well, yeah. Well, that's like yes. us saying, "God dang it, I hate these rattlesnakes here in Ohio." Do we have rattlesnakes yeah. in Ohio? Like, well, like that's what always happens with uh, whether it's you know the authoritarian version of communism or fascism is you can't run out of enemies and because the moment you run out of enemies you actually have to like manage things and and they can't do that so if it's not the jews then it becomes uh you know the union tradesmen if it's not them then it's the blacks or the italians or whatever minority is most prevalent enough to be blamable but isn't big enough to actually fight back that's pretty much what it is that is, and it it's, dude, it's just so weird just seeing it because like, none of this had to happen. Like, no, with, but with like, Hitler's like they saw this dude, and then England's like, oh no, we'll just let this dude rock. Like, all right, England and France is like, hey, we should do something about this crazy dude uh, with the wiener schnitzel and the leaderhosen. No, no, no. And then Austria's like, hey man, I know we kind of started the First World War, but. Y'all should really do something about this dude with the wiener schnitzel and the leader <laughs> like, Well, the thing that's funny is uh, 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 with Britain in that situation, at least, the, the important thing to remember is Britain was one of the strongest world powers for about a thousand years, roughly. And after that, starting at World War One, they were miles behind everyone else. In World War I, when Britain finally came over to assist as part of the, the uh, triple alliance uh, against Germany between France, Russia, and Britain, also mm-hmm. included Japan, but, you know, obviously they're a little far away. Um, but when they first came over, they still were planning to fight in the ways of the 1800s. They had cavalry units. They right. had dragoons. They had, uh, you know, they had your your standing military that would that would march in lines. So they literally, actually, in their first battle, which was on, I believe, the border of Belgium against Germany, they literally ran out a cavalry unit against a machine gun nest, and were surprised because <laughs> they did, they did not understand that machine guns were now the way of war. So their first battle, I think they lost some absurd number. They had they had something like 70,000 casualties, which doesn't always mean dead. People need to remember the casualty basically means they're either dead or they uh, are incapacitated. They can't fight. So you could basically if you got shot or wounded in any way, you're considered a casualty. So it's not 70,000 dead, but it's like 70,000 casualties. It was an obscene amount. And that's when they had to realize that the the way that they were used to fighting war was changed. And the same fucking thing happened in World War II. When when France was getting demolished. Absolutely wiped out. Well, and people got to remember, Paris is northeast France. It's not that far from the border of Belgium. And when they swept through Belgium and then came into through Paris and hit Paris... The British came over on the western side and over where Normandy is. I don't remember the city, but they came over there to talk to the French military leadership. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, they're already to Paris. And he was like, how the fuck are they already to Paris? Well, 
they're using tanks. You yeah. can't take a city with tanks. They fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Like, I don't know if you know this, but they, they, they don't did. give a shit. It's, and so they as a country were, were miles behind everyone else. And it's funny because Germany, like, you know, the, the, the Third Reich is what, what, what Hitler had. But the Second Reich was technically the World War I German Empire. Right. And he used the exact same tactics as World War I Germany. The only difference is he did it right. <laughs> I think the yeah. thing, too, with, with Hitler, it just as he was a great speaker. He was a horrible war strategist. Like, Terrible. horrible. There should have been no reason he should have tried to fight Stalin. Why? For what? Why? Well, what are you doing? I, I can, like, he tried to fight. I, I get it. But, like, he tried to fight Stalin, and then he didn't plan for the winter like it doesn't snow in Russia. Are you fucking well, stupid? The, I mean, the he, thing also, is, he was stupid, but also very high. The, the thing that he, the issue that he ran into was, again, the same issue they ran into in World War I. So, in World War I, Germany had one major problem. They had about, I think it was nine months worth of bullets. That was it. <laughs> so this war has to be won in about, you know, 90 days. 90 wow. days to, to uh, like uh, 200 and something days. So they had three to nine months to win this thing. Well, obviously they didn't because the war went on from 1914 to 1918, but what they ended up having to do is siphon a whole lot of ammunition from the Ottoman Empire as well as Austria mm-hmm. and Italy, who then flipped sides of the bastards. But in World War II, Germany had the same problem, except it was with fuel. So if you're running a strategy of the Blitzkrieg mm-hmm. and your whole point is to haul ass and take key point positions, which obviously was a strategy that worked really well for a while Mm -hmm. the problem that they ran into was they didn't have a source of oil they did not at all and that's what germany tried to get with uh the arab arab nations but this is before they even found out that they had oil well this was this was when they they needed to take stalingrad because they needed to be able to go south against the black sea where there's an absolute treasure trove of oil if they were able to take stalingrad then world war ii ends and germany wins that's pretty much what it is. The entirety of the war came down to that. The problem that they ran into is you can keep killing Russians, but they're going to keep showing up. They really because are. Stalin There's a lot of did, well, and the biggest problem is they gave up a whole lot of their air force. I don't remember the exact amount, but they lost a lot of their air force, and Russian planes just kept showing up. So eventually they ran out of air, air support that they could throw over there. And so they lost air support. And then all of a sudden, everyone that's in the city, they couldn't take the whole city. It just wasn't working. And then a tank division showed up. And then more tank divisions showed up. And then eventually, they just got flanked. And there was nothing they could do, and they were forced to surrender. Had they won Stalingrad, they'd have won World War II. End of discussion. It'd have been that quick. Because Stalin himself was a fucking terrible strategist. The only thing that saved him, the only thing that saved him was actually having a competent general in Zhukov. Zhukov is the one person that saved his ass on the eastern coast against Japan and then saved his ass on the western coast against Germany. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> if he didn't have him as the decision maker, along with having an obscene amount of physical human beings to throw, it would not have gone the way that it did. Because they had inferior everything except for one type of tank that then spurred the Germans to make the Tiger tank, which is a beast of a tank, even by today's standards. I think with, when we look back at World War II, I think his whole thing is he wanted power. He had no idea how to govern. He had no idea how to run an economy. He, like, he, you could see him talk about fucking infrastructure. Just everything was, do this or you die. Okay, what happens after you win? What's the plan? But he killed, like, the Night of the Long Knives is one of the things that also helped seal his fate. Because, bro, like, you're killing your most loyal people. Like, it's okay well, to your... have, it, like, it's okay to not be God in order to have a fucking plan that will go through. But you can't kill off. And so everybody, so you have a bunch of yes men and no one wants to tell you no, even though those no's could have saved your war effort. I'm, I'm really mad at myself. I'm like, hey, Hitler, take some advice, dude. Like, <laughs> well, he could have he destroyed the entire British Expeditionary Force at Dunkirk, which is a pretty good movie. It's not great, but it's all right. Uh, but the only reason that they survived was because Hitler was asleep and no one wanted to wake him up. <laughs> Same thing because, was not like gross. Because that's what happens when you run with a cult of personality because everyone's terrified if they wake you up or they do anything or catch you in a bad mood, then you might be dead. That seems so it doesn't prophetic. It seems, <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. I, I feel like we're living in that now. Who is a cult of personality that doesn't take advice well? I'm, dude, I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know who. I do not well, know. See, there, there's a bit of a difference, though, in the, you know, the, the easiest way to do the comparison is uh, if you look at Stalin, Stalin did grow up as an impoverished peasant. So his background fit what he built. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody and, broke. And, yeah. Like his whole thing was like, hey, you know, fuck the czar. Look at all these people living these lavish lives. And they, they lost World War One. Poor, just terribly and look at this thing called communism it, it looks great marxism works I, again i can buy and understand his his like cult of personality growing from what he was totally get did it work god no but i i comprehend no but i comprehend it and the same with hitler because post-world war one germany got beat that kicked him down the, the ultra-conservative people outside of the cities felt like they'd been forgotten, so he rallied around them, and they helped push Nazis into the, the German parliament and helped institute him as, uh, as the leader. That was the entire, the entire backbone of his, his uh, rise to power was on angry old people and rural people Banding together Holy and shit. being mad. Holy <laughs> shit! That's that's why that's why the comparison. Old whenever anyone compares, rule people. Uh, the the elderly, the angry, and and the other thing you got you got to add in there is traditionalists, the people yes. that were like, and, and I I can't fucking stand. It. It's also a pseudonym for conservative, but right. the the problem I always have is you can't if you keep looking at yesterday, going man that was a great day. And you never look forward to like, man, let's make tomorrow great. You constantly are going to always become a bitter prick. It's just the way it always is. Yeah. And, and Germany was no different. They pushed him forward because 
there, you know, and I understand that push for nationalism. I can comprehend that because, you know, I mean, fuck, when I watch World Cup soccer, uh, I'm an American. Fuck all of you. But when I'm when I'm looking at possible war with someone, I'm like, can we not? Yeah. Do we have to? Did they do anything to us? It's like with Iran. I don't want to go to war with Iran. What the fuck problem do I have with Iran? They ain't doing anything wrong to me. I don't give a shit what their religion is. They wear jeans. Who cares? And and that's what the majority of, the majority of people have no interest in going to war with 99% of other people. And Germany was essentially the same way. But he was able to rally around the nationalistic view of Hey, all of these other countries are really treating us like shit, which, to be fair, was it, it, true. They got the shit in the stick. Like, <laughs> Austria and Hungary were just like, damn, man, that sucks. And they just like, Austria and up. Hungary dissolved. I mean, <laughs> they did, but like, hungry true, hungry. <laughs> but they didn't become, they didn't, like, no one talks, like, no one talks of, because of Hitler, like, he totally, totally, it feels like they, he absolved them for starting this fucking war. Like they like Germany got dragged into it, and which is if you hold on uh, this sidebar, World War One was literally just a fight between cousins. Yeah, like bro, yeah. what the fuck? Like, like, and I and I thought about this because I thought about it's the as Tsars. stupid as the Hundred Years' War, which the Hundred Years' War was, I think, actually like 122 years. They fought. So, like, Europe was fighting for a while. Like you think about the Czar and the Tsarina and little Alexei and his his, his blood problem. And I just felt bad, like, man, I was just, like, they had to get rescued. Like, this kid just had blood problems. And you think back, like, wait a minute. This nigga married his cousin. Ew. Like, yes, wait, your kids But that wasn't abnormal. <laughs> that wasn't abnormal. Yeah. If, if, for anyone listening, if you want to know just how absolutely fucked up Europe can be when it comes to incest, just Google Habsburgs. Oh, my God. Because that, was an ugly that group family. of people that ran the majority of Austria and Hungary and that general area they're the ones that that inbred so much that they were they had physical deformities the bro. likes of which you could only comprehend if you saw them bro i've but watched so many documentaries on those people and it is disgusting like they weren't attractive like it'd be different if they're like i don't know the targaryens and they were all pretty but they weren't <laughs> they were deformed like like bro like well, th- this is the same group of people that that trying to somehow talk you into that oh well you know blood matters blood don't mean shit it's a liquid who cares your, your blood like, is brown buddy like you're, you're, <laughs> that's a that's a problem where i'm from like you're you're double o negative yeah. and that's not right <laughs> no, no that is that is the most basic sense that is not right why are you having like no one thought like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna have sex with this person who isn't related to us." How dare you go against tradition? Because I want my kid to survive, and I don't want to have to like feed him. Uh, like the one dude, I think Prince Philip wasn't. He didn't learn to talk till he was eight. Well, and you had, uh, I mean, and not not to you know diminish that either, but how many of them just everyone was named the same thing? I mean, like I, I did. I did it. I did an episode that I wrote up, and it's actually my favorite one because mm-hmm. it's about the Fourth Crusade. Um, if you don't know about the Fourth Crusade, it's the funniest fucking crusade. It, which that's you know, a bunch of loss of human life for for you know, friggin' religious deities who, if they're real, definitely don't give a shit about whatever all. they did. Yeah, oh, cool! You took 
this mildly shitty walled city on the eastern coast of the Mediterranean. I don't give a fuck. But the funniest thing about the Fourth Crusade is because Christians got together to go attack, you know, get Jerusalem, yada, yada. But they, they, they were broke, and they were convinced by a young, um, formerly imprisoned, should-be emperor of Constantinople in the Byzantine Empire. Oh, well, I, you know, my father was usurped, and I'm the rightful heir. Well, they sent. They went back there, and they basically burned and destroyed the entirety of a Christian city during a crusade, which literally got them uh, excommunicated. Uh, <laughs> so all of these people got excommunicated and burned most and raped most of the city. Horrible, horrible thing. But the whole point of me saying all this is, all three or no four of the five people that became emperor during that couple of years period. Mm-hmm. Named Alexius. <laughs> so there's just Alexius the fourth. Then oh, it's Alexius the fifth. Oh, hey, look, Alexius the sixth. Hey, guess what his name is? You guessed it, Alexius the seventh. Can you can you stop naming your kid Charles or William or Edward? Can you name one of them? I don't know. Griff, Steve, Travis, <laughs> something, something. Hey, fucking, where? Give me an emperor, Chad, because that just sounds real fun. I, I do, just want that. I think so much of, and even we talk about history. This is why I love history. Like I, I adore it because it only gets more in depth. Three, like the whole line about Nero. Now Nero was a fucktard, but you also have to think the story is written by the people who survived. So Nero may have been one of the nicest guys ever. He also may have been a really good fiddler and just not known that Rome was burning. But the people well, who wrote his epitaph were like, no, nah, fuck this dude. He, killed, he wanted to rape his sister. He wanted to kill his mom. Nero was a dick. He's like, all I did was just not invite this guy to my birthday party because he lies about me all the time. And now I'm the worst person ever. Like, Nero probably got a bad rap, but we'll never know. And, and the, the, the big thing to remember with Nero specifically is when he first came to power, he, he was pretty young, but when he first right. came to power, like, he was actually, well, it, well, but what I mean is like his, his mother and, and other people kind of like, you know, put, put him in, he took care of him into power. And then, but when he really took over and really became emperor, he cut his mother off. Like mm-hmm. he, he basically nipped her ability to have any power, which she did not, comprehend as being an option but he 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 was actually loved by the people of rome for a a rather decent amount of time because he spent money on a lot of different things some of which were necessary some of which were probably definitely not but then the problem became with him is that he would spend he was spending frivolously on absolutely worthless horseshit and so the whole belief in um why he or the whole thought process of why he watched Rome burn, which, again, we're being told to this by a, a historian that fucking hated him. Right. The reason that, that is given or one of the possible reasons that we, he watched Rome burn as he played his fiddle was because he immediately started using the land for his own public works. So then it started the rumor of, oh, well, he set those fires because he wanted to build himself a palace, which he did build himself a palace, and then he built a gigantic bronze, I think it was bronze, sculpture of himself with fucking cock out and everything. And it was just kind of like, 
yeah, that's not a good look, dude. When you have a large swath of people, like tens to hundreds of thousands that are homeless right now, and you're sitting here building yourself basically like your summer home on the northern side. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on a second. People are shocked that a kid who became king at like 13 and didn't have any training on how to actually rule was bad at ruling? Hold on. This is shocking to me. This is completely... You've gone too far, Sean. You've gone too far. It's funny because he's not even the the worst young ruler they had. No, Caligula sucked too. Caligula was miles worse. I would rather live 10 out of 10 under under you know fuck boy than i would psychopath like yeah you're talking about a guy who reigned for i believe it was four years total and he had a point where he he would have public torturings and force the family to watch as they tortured a family member and if any of them looked away he would take another family member and start torturing them bro he, he was so torturous and evil that finally Rome got sick of it and they just fucking murdered him and then chucked his ass in the river. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gotta kill this nigga. He's doing way too motherfucking much. He's yeah. like dumb. You can get away. The, the thing, the, the way you can tell the difference between a competent, uh, a competent authoritarian and a stupid one is are they able to get away with it or is it too much? That's why, like, nowadays you look at it with what we're dealing with here, I absolutely accept that there's going to be, you know, a certain amount of, of skimming and a certain amount of taking advantage and, and everything. I, I accept that. In fact, I don't, I'd probably do it too. I absolutely have taken advantage whenever possible, whenever I can. I'm not going to hate because you do that. The problem that I have is don't rub my face in it. Don't, right. don't make it so that I'm, seeing it and you're basically wiping your ass and throwing it at me that's when it becomes a problem and the issue that we run into specifically with the administration we live under and everything we're dealing with is they do stuff right in front of us and then they tell us that they're not don't don't do that don't bullshit me don't lie to me i'm not dumb i know there's a lot of people out there that are dumb and they'll defend literally anything someone does solely because their red hat makes them feel good. Facts. Like, I'm, I'm not racist. I just love my country. Now, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of exactly You're, what a racist says, but okay. I think, uh, it, I, I, I think it's, with that is that, and I think a lot, of, a lot of it is cognitive dissonance, and I was talking about this in an earlier podcast, like, they really, they don't love Trump so much as they're glad that he is pissing off the people they don't like. Well, it's it's her. It's he's the avatar that gives them the ability to hate the people they want to hate. But there was no way to be able to express that hate and anger without coming off as a homophobe or a racist. But it's they still the same, come off like that, right? But to them, they have a defensive crutch now. It, it's the same. It's the same creation of the crutch. Um, I forget the guy's name offhand, but he used to he he worked with Nixon and he Mm. said, you know, you can't say N word, N word, N word. You can't you just can't say that anymore. It doesn't go over well. So you use certain words like thug or goon. And when you say thug, like even when I say thug to you, what do you think of? Like, what's the immediate term? Yeah, it's black people. People's like, exactly. no, that's not what black exactly. people do. Do not talk about black. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you are. You're only I, you know me. I'm, 
I'm as fucking liberal as they come. But when you say thug, my brain immediately goes to fucking 50 cent. Okay, right. that's exactly where my brain goes is a dude wearing some fucking Tim's with a beater singing fucking shoddy. It's my birthday. Like, that's exactly where my fucking brain goes. That's and it's not brain goes. Exactly. And it's not because you or I or anyone's racist. It's because it's a the term. Branding. It's a term that was branded in the same way that you, you know, when you say gay, that's a word that did not mean homosexual. It meant happy for some fucking reason but yeah it is now branded as meaning a gay man specifically a lesbian is exactly how you refer to a gay woman but you don't call him gay that just it's just not the right term so the big problem is the the big problem that you have in it's irrelevant of whether trump wins or loses that part's not relevant because the whole point to it is the branding that's created is is the identity it's part of their culture Dude, and it's, you it's and i voted breathe. you and i voted for obama twice but do you see either of us wearing obama hats Dude, or no or hope tees no we have better shit to <laughs> because, do well it's not <laughs> even that we have better shit to do it's that our identity isn't a guy my identity is not Joe Biden. My identity is not Bernie Sanders. My identity no. is not, not fucking Nancy Pelosi. It's, my identity is none of these people. My identity is myself. Now, did I support Bernie Sanders? Absolutely. Did I donate to his campaign? You're goddamn right. Did I have uh, his sign out in my front yard? Absolutely. But those are things that are, that are just, I put there artificially that I can take down. I right. don't need to have a giant sign. I don't need a red hat or a blue hat that, that says, you know, uh, health care for all. Like, you don't see people on the left wearing those hats because no. it's a cult. And cult it and is. No one, ever wants, no one ever wants to admit the, 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 the fact of, of, of the matter, and that is that conservatism always leads to fascism in some manner. It, it can't not because it's always it's everyone else's fault but mine it's never me that's doing anything wrong it's always someone else doing something wrong and because of that there is no introspection there is no there's no need to yourself there is no empathy it's the same why you know why conservatives are shitty comedians because comedy requires some form of empathy you have to sympathize with someone on a certain level to be able to find humor in certain things. Right. You have to be able to comprehend the difference between real comedy and being a dick. Like it's, it's the whole concept that George Carlin's talked about of punching up, not punching down. Right. And that's why like, uh, you know, for example, uh, the, the most recent Dave Chappelle special mm-hmm. uh, from last year, mm-hmm. the, I have a love-hate relationship with it for one particular reason, and that's because some a lot of his jokes were funny, like the Jesse Smollett shit. Very that funny. That shit was hilarious. I, it was hilarious. The problem, the thing that I did not find funny, was when he's talking about how much the trans community hates him and why, and it's because he is only making fun of them because they're trans or because they're gay. Mm-hmm. And it's like your joke that you're following through with, I see where your setup is and what you're doing. But what you're not comprehending is you're not a friend of that community. You're right. not 
you're not punching up at a particular person that was being an asshole to you. No. You're just being a dick. Yeah. You're, you're being mean to a group that's seen as marginalized. And I, you're I being mean for the sake people. of being mean. I think right. that's the being mean for the sake of being mean is bullshit. But I like I fully agree with like Jim Norton's assumption that er- either everything is funny or nothing. The, take for example a rape joke. Rape yeah, is a very it, destructive it, it, thing. Right, but I think everything is either. But his uh, his um, assertion that either everything is funny or is it is like, bro, you're and I, and I hate saying white male privilege, but like, bro, you're a white man. So there's well, everybody would be punching up at you because even though Jim Norton is Jim Norton, he's still it's a it's it's easy for me to not be a fu- offended by people by by people making fun of um I don't know dwarfs. I'm not a dwarf. That won't that won't that doesn't hurt me if I was like, damn, if you're really laying in, like, dude, that's kind of fucked up. Like, did one rob you or something? Like, yeah. what happened? Was your ex girlfriend a dwarf and she cheated on you with other dwarves? Like, was there a dwarf train or a mini train? I don't know. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> so it's like I. So it's like for me, but oh man, and everyone's offended now. Like, no people had now have a way to speak out and say, yo, that's fucked up. Before, when in 1955, if you told a black joke around black people in Mississippi, the black people around in the earshot, they couldn't say shit. Because yeah. if they did, they run a chance of getting murdered. So everybody, so people were like, oh, everybody's offended now. Like, no, people have voices now, and you may get your ass whooped if you say something too slick, because set, not even 50, yeah, 50 years ago, you could get murdered for speaking out against it. Right. And, well, and the thing with the thing with like the reason I use Jim Norton as an mm-hmm. example is because he, he may be white and a male, much like myself. And absolutely, mm-hmm. that comes with a certain amount of privilege. No question. Uh, I say certain amount because if you're poor and white, you do not have the same privilege as a rich white person. Right. But, but you say I'm more than a poor black person. Absolutely. But the, the whole point to be made is that mm-hmm. Jim Norton himself has been very open that he's been raped that Mm -hmm. he was molested as a child. Like these are things that he's been through. So for me, when you've gone through something like that, that's traumatic, at least like, you know, for myself, and I know a lot of comedians, although when we point out, I'm not a comedian, I just say funny shit about myself. Mm -hmm. For them, getting over that traumatic event is Mm -hmm. making fun of it. And in order to make fun of it, you have to be able to accept that it happened. Right. I don't feel comfortable myself making a rape joke. Me neither. Because I've never experienced it. um, And I can never comprehend what that does to a person. And so those kind of jokes for me are super niche in that you have to be able to pull them off correctly. If you're going to do a joke about trans people, it has to be along the lines of like, I date a trans woman. I'm married to a trans woman. My sister is trans. Like you have to have some sort of association other than, Oh, they hate me because I'm a dick to them. That doesn't give you, (laughs) that doesn't give you ample opportunity. Like I'm not going to make Japanese or Chinese jokes uh, like you can make a culture joke like oh yeah i lived over there for a couple of years and then hey here's some fish out of the water jokes that works right. fine but you can't sit there and go oh yo, yeah you know i talk like this like no that's you you're just being fucking racist you really are <laughs> you, you can't do that shit it, it I, can be funny in certain specific manners but even then uh you you can still look back retroactively and be like eh, it was kind of racist 
it probably wasn't okay. <laughs> like, you know, like, we should not have said this. I mean, England still had minstrel shows into like the 70s and 80s. Which like full blackface. Weird. Full blackface because it, and it's the same kind of stupidity uh, of, uh, you know, oh, we can't hire black people, but we need black people for this. But we view them as literally lesser than human. So what do we do? I got an idea. Let's just put like shoe cleaner on people's faces. That'll work. <laughs> Doesn't that like, bro, I hope all those people got poisoned. Like, it I probably just, did give them some sort of skin cancer. And like, it's kind of like, yeah. They earned it. Yeah, you, the cancer was in your heart the whole time. But <laughs> now it's in your face because you put fucking shoe polish on because you're a dumbass in the early 20s. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is just as stupid as like uh, Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who Joan of Arc is. Uh, she was, when she first made her way to see the Dauphin or... Uh, prince slash eventual king charles mm-hmm. he, uh, she had cut her hair off and was donning male armor and people were accusing her of the literal crime of cross-dressing and the only reason that she was not like beaten or murdered for this because that was the punishment is because the uh, armed guard that was sent with her was like no, no, we, we advised her to do this for safety reasons because we're, you know, going People through rape. territory of fucking <laughs> Britain and we don't want anyone to know who she is since everyone fucking knows who she is right now. Yeah, you know who like, she oh, is. Oh, okay, also, I guess. You can get raped on the road. Like, People, and I was, I, was playing, I, was, I was playing Red Dead with my homeboy and I was just thinking, like, bro, like, you got to think. Like, in GTA Online, you can go into passive mode. There's no passive mode in Red Dead, meaning if you come upon somebody online, there's nothing stopping them from just lighting you the fuck up and taking all your shit. Yeah. And yeah. you really think about it, that was a wild. That's real that life. West. Like, yeah. hey, I like your shoes. Oh, thanks. Pat, and then they just take them. And then no one's going to prison. No one's going to jail because you're on the road. Like, Hell, you gave more the- reason. You gave more reason than was necessary. Hey, I'm bored. Right, <laughs> like if, if they had seen you're talking about they went through territory that was held by the british and the burgundians and on top of both of those you still have to deal with the absolute shitload of bandits along the route and you don't think bandits would have loved to have found them a nice piece of ass to just rape continuously till she dies absolutely yeah. they would have because human beings are filthy creatures <laughs> it was it's it's one of those things to where when you think about all of what happened throughout history, like this is probably the most peaceful time. Oh, it is, and it's not it's even the most close. peaceful because in any time in history, and this is why I get mad when white, uh, conservative. I wanted to say white people, um, but you ain't conservatives, wrong. Majority yeah, conservatives say, <laughs> um, but what about like what about Chicago? Like, bro, Chicago's, like, do y'all not remember Al Capone? They make movies about him. There's people who adhere to him. Like, Chicago's always been violent. Do you not remember 1950s or 1980s Chicago? It's it's always been violent. Like, and they, like, oh, well, black people, they should stop killing each other. Bro, so you want us to stop crime. You want us to stop the one thing that animals, just mammals, period, have been doing since... We've been mammals to stop killing people who aren't part of our in-group. Like, that's never going to happen. Like, ever. 
you want us to never, you want all, if no black person for a whole year kid another black person, one, the whole world will lose their fucking mind. And then two, what else, they still find something to fucking say. Well, there, there's always the, the the problem is no matter what you do, the goalposts will always get moved. So the argument in general is always just a waste of your time. There's no reason to argue with them. It's you know it's the same Bro, thing. Of, well, it's the same thing of uh, you know the the um, the the you know situation in Portland mm-hmm. where it's still I can't wait to move there. <laughs> it's still ongoing ongoing shit going on regularly between protesters and and the right wing like boogaloo boys and these other right wing guys that that they want they they think they're badass they think they're so they're so badass they've got their helmet which looks very much like a 1944 german helmet They've got their body armor. They've got their their riot shields, which, of course, these assholes paint up their shields to try to look like they're Roman legionnaires or they're fucking Vikings. Or they're all of they're obsessed with all of these groups that in reality fucking hated each other. Like, pick one, pick one. I have Nordic tattoos. Do Do you know how little of a fuck? the Norse gave if you were white or black. They didn't give a shit. Do you yeah, they, just want, they wanted your shit. They were they, they raided England more yeah. than anything else. All the time. That's, that's what they did. They didn't get they killed white people. They killed wasps, white Anglo-Saxons. <laughs> that's they what did. they killed. And, they and really you're gonna did. sit here and you're gonna tell me that oh these are the these are the you know white is right. You don't look at you. Like I'm, I'm six foot and I weigh two ninety five. I'm in not great shape. Thank God I worked out when I was younger. But you're gonna sit here looking like a fucking string bean, or you're looking like Eric Cartman telling me that you're the master race. Have you seen this man named LeBron James? Right. Have you seen Roman Reigns? Have you seen fucking Booker T? Have you seen all of these people that are in amazing shape that aren't white? Guess what? It has nothing to do with your genetics, dumbass. It has everything to do with how you handle yourself. My genetics aren't great, but I can still run a mile in under 10 minutes at nearly 300 pounds because I put in the effort. The same with Dave Batista. Dave Batista is a fucking gigantic unit. That is a, a massive huge... human being. And Filipino people are not a very tall people. Also, no. neither are Nepali people. I work sidebar. I work for the bunch of them at FedEx. Bro, here's something else we need to get into. FedEx went to Nepal and paid for people to come to just to work in their fucking factories. Now they're making 15 an hour, so they're make they're living pretty good. But bro, when I say these people are tiny, they're tiny. Like imagine sixth graders. Well, <laughs> like they're tiny people. Like there's this girl who was there, and she would she would eye me. She'd give me the eye. And the whole time thinking, please don't like me. Please don't. Like, don't come and talk to me. Because if you come and talk to me and I don't look like I'm trying to back away from this conversation as quickly as possible while still being polite, because I'm from Ohio, I'm going to look like I need to be put on a registry. Like, <laughs> I really do. I was like, bro, like, no, like, the uh, Nepali dudes also very tiny. So it's like, y'all belong together. Please but do not look at me and be like, ooh, I need this black man. No, you need a shorter black man. You need one that's at least... <laughs> At the most five four. 
because this would not look right. I can imagine walking around Easton and the cops just like, you know what the fuck is going on. Get in the car. <laughs> well, it's funny because the average height for men is 5'6". Unless you're Dutch, and that's just like 5'11". Yeah, the, yeah, for some reason. It, it, it's what's funny is the average human size is 5'6", but it's, it's steadily grown. Like, it's grown a couple of inches over the last couple millennia. But to go to go over to, I think it's the 15th century, I think it's the 1400s, either the late 1300s or the early 1400s, when, as we talked about a while ago, uh, Nobunaga, Oda Nobunaga mm-hmm. in Japan, who's the most famous warlord in Japanese history for a plethora of reasons. But one of the interesting things is he also employed the first and only known black African samurai. Ah, uh, I remember hearing about this. Yasuke is, mm-hmm. was his name. It's the only name he's known by. Unfortunately, we have fuck all documentation on him. <clears throat> but that's also part of the Jesuits. Uh, Portuguese Jesuits didn't really keep much uh, documentation because, hey, he was a slave. Um, but well, welcome to that. Hey, welcome to Christianity. Here's your handcuffs. Right. Uh, <laughs> Praise Hell of a start to a religious conversion. Uh, but yeah, he was employed by Nobunaga, and the average height for a Japanese man in that time period was 5'2. Well, average height. Is tiny. Like, Yasuke. I'd want to take over the world, too. Y'all niggas Yasuke, <laughs> Yasuke was 6'3. This man was a fucking Leviathan by comparison. Bro, I can imagine you can figure out who, is, who the kids were. Well, hey, is your dad Yasuke? Uh, How can you tell? <laughs> You're 5'7. So. You're yeah. a mountain of a man compared to us. You're playing yeah. center. Well, and that's the, the thing that's interesting is he, he was employed at, in, in Nobunaga's retinue. He actually fought in battles alongside him. He was actually at the place that Nobunaga was assassinated. And he uh, fought against the assassin, um, which it was a whole army. He wasn't going to fucking defeat all of them. Um, actually, I think there was a movie with Chadwick Boseman that he was in it, I believe, or it was shooting one of the two. Um, R.I.P. By the way, that right, that that really bro, fucked my week up. That really sucked, bro. But he I hope had cancer and no, like that's a testament no one to his knew. inner circle. Because, yeah. like, and we did things like if you're best friends with him, like Michael B. Jordan's taking this really hard, and he didn't know. Like, that really has to make you think, like, so damn, were we not as close as, I, as we were? Like, because he didn't even tell me. But at the same time, like, he just kind of didn't want – I think at some point he was told – because he, he, it was apparently, like, stage three or stage four. Yeah. And that was when it was found out. Yeah. So <laughs> it was he – had, he had essentially a death sentence. And right. so he, he did everything that he – that we've witnessed him do – while literally dying of cancer. And it's like, Bro, damn, that is it, metal. It you were able to pull that shit off. Right. I think, too, like, I look at, I watched, um, I watched, what was it? Uh, like, the three Marvel movies that had Black Panther in it. I watched Captain America Civil War, and he looked buff because he was coming off of filming draft, film draft day. So he looked yeah. like a fucking middle linebacker. And then you see him, and... Infinity War, and you wait. You see him in uh, Black Panther. He's looking thinner. Like, I just, I just thought he was ripped. You see him in Infinity War. He looks really thin. 
and you see him in Endgame and he looks really thin. Bro, he was a year away from fucking dying when that came yeah, out. Quite quite literally. I mean, like, yeah, we gotta remember it twenty twenty has been the longest decade in existence. Cause just wow. a just a year ago is when we got like the most epic movie in and you know, the 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 typical bullshit of people going, Oh, you know, it, it was this, this and that. It wasn't that great. It was a great movie. They they spent twelve years building this movie up. Right. They earned a send off where I didn't give a shit about how time travel worked. Right. I can live with whatever they gave me. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it, they made up a reason. I don't care. <laughs> the movie and I like and I think some people didn't like it. The part where the women formed up with um, what's her name, uh, Captain Marvel. Bro, I dug that scene. That Dude, scene that to scene me was, was my second favorite awesome. scene next to when um, Cap called like, the hammer. Yeah. Not that, that shit. No, it's, no, uh, on, hey, Cap, on your left. That yeah, was my yeah. favorite scene. The next yeah. one after that is a girl's. Bro, like, bro, that's so dope. Like, the, they all came together in the way Evangeline Lily just showed up walking, twisting the around. I was like, this is dope. I wanted to see a good three minutes of that. I wanted to see more of that because that, yeah. that was so epic. How they the the last the last thirty minutes of that movie is some of the the most entertaining cinema I've ever witnessed because everything you've wanted to happen for twelve goddamn years finally happened and that kind of payoff it, you you can't it, the, that first go through you're mm-hmm. never going to reach that height again like that the, no. there is no there is no movie series that has ever given off that sort of a of a of a feeling like the next closest you can get really is star wars yeah i i obviously i you and i can't really speak on it because we were born a little bit after uh, return of the jedi came out yeah we (laughs) i I think we missed it like it was an epic yeah for the time and i remember the first time i actually watched them um i actually didn't watch the uh the original trilogy until i think uh, I saw uh, it wasn't Revenge of the Sith. It was Attack of the Clones, which is fucking terrible. But right, after I saw cool. Attack of the Clones again at that time, let's see, that was two thousand two. I want to say, yeah, it was Attack of the Clones two thousand two. Yeah, because the first one uh, was ninety nine. Yeah, I was and I remember I saw 12. that, and I was obsessed with that movie because <clears throat> at the time, it yeah, it was, was twelve. Like, we were eleven yeah. or twelve. Yeah. And and it was in. I had the N sixty four game, which funny enough, I actually have. It wasn't on a Game bad Pass. game, I, dude. I still love that game. I bought it on the Switch. racing game. They, yeah. they brought it back, and I still got a uh, fucking racer. It's still fun. It's still a really good game. Yeah. Uh, and I played the hell out. Of, it was the first N sixty four game I ever got. My mom told me I could get one. It was the only. It was the only game I cared to play at the time. Um, I really wanted it, uh, but the 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 conclusion when you find out you know in the second not second movie but yeah second movie empire strikes back when you find out that uh luke is the son of darth vader like that kind of fucks you up for a minute because you're just kind of like what (laughs) i'm confused uh which by the way uh did you know this that that scene was actually shot when they gave the line during production, mm-hmm. it was Obi-Wan killed your father. 
that was the line they used. And then in post-production, they voiceovered the actual line because they didn't want it to come out. They didn't want anyone to know. So that was their way of circumventing that. That makes sense. Luke, oh, yeah, I absolutely. am your father. Dude, like, there's so many movies that are cultural phenomena. So, like, I've never seen the first three all the way through. I've seen, I saw Phantom Menace and then I rewatched it like last year. Holy God, those graphics suck. Man. It's funny though. The, the, oh, I think the pod racing parts are actually really good. I think yeah, those are actually good. still phenomenal. But like some of the stuff in, when they go to the, now I, I hate 50% of that movie and it's because of the oh, Gungan yeah. part. I didn't even hate Jar Jar that much. I was just I, bored to tears by the Gungans. Like, their army versus the, the CIS army, I just didn't mm. care. But, like, it, it's like pod race, kick ass. Like, the opening part up to the end of the pod race, I was all in. And then after that part, it's, eh, okay, it's boring. We're doing this shit now. And then when you get to Darth Maul, you're like, all right, dick's on the table. Let's go. <laughs> right, this is... It was it was one of those movies that just like the nostalgia of Star Wars. And like that's back when movies were events where you had soundtracks and you had marketing behind it. Like I think maybe just because we're older, we don't realize it now, but like like the Phantom like Batman, Bat the Batman movies, like the the Batman Returns and Batman and Robin. Those movies were summer blockbusters, and as kids, oh, yeah. like, you wanted to see, oh, yeah. you wanted to get the McDonald's collector's cups. Well, and I can, I, I feel terrible because this is dumb, but like I cited Star Wars without citing the the greatest trilogy that can ever exist, which is Lord of the Rings. Oh my and god! I specifically, I, oh, I specifically say trilogy because they're like. So when this whole pandemic hit, and my wife and I moved to our our new home, mm-hmm. we we were like, okay. Cause she, she was not laid off, but like they weren't working for a couple of months, Mm -hmm. but they did pay her. So, Hey, hell yeah. Montessori schools, baby. Uh, But they, so we had, you know, all this time to do stuff and she just happened to be watching, I think it was episode three at some Mm -hmm. point, which I absolutely adore revenge of the Sith. That's one of my favorite Star Wars movies solely for fucking super sexy Obi-Wan Kenobi. I would fuck that Ewan McGregor. No questions asked. <laughs> that well, was I mean, prime. Him or train spotting Ewan McGregor. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I would help him double team the skinny chick. I don't uh, remember her name. <laughs> I know she's also, a bad mother. That also. Fuck me up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, once you watch that movie without thinking about the purely that sex scene, it's a terrifyingly depressing film. Yeah, but from like a comedic black comedy perspective. And it was a pedophile because that girl was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People forget, like, oh, wait, we need to make a train spot in two. Is there going to no, be you more don't. pedophilia? Yeah. <laughs> like, because if there is, we don't need to make it. Like, they well, just, bro, people got away with so much shit in the 90s. Yeah. So well, much shit. When you look at, when you look at like Lord of the Rings and, and how they translated from the books to the movies, you really couldn't do better than what they did. It was about as one-to-one good as you were going to be able to pull it off. They added a couple of things, like the the elfish army at Helm's Deep wasn't in the books. But you know what? I I think it made it better. I think it made that entire scene and entire situation just more awesome. 
and it had a great story that had perfect pacing. And that's always the important thing because we watched the uh, the extended editions, which, in my opinion, is the only way to watch Lord of the Rings. Right. Because these extended editions aren't, oh, an extra 15 minutes. It's like, here's an extra hour, bitch. Best of luck. I'm like, Jesus, it- Peter, we got, yeah, <laughs> man. I don't like New Zealand. <laughs> Can we go home? But in the like in the second movie in in the two towers, you get like an extra forty minutes of Gimli, and it was like fuck yeah, like you're just giving me Gimli and Legolas like more more of them, dude. I just do a whole movie of these two. (laughs) I never got into fantasy all like that because I saw the labyrinth. I was like, movies like this suck. I'm not in for it. Nope, not doing it. This is not something that I'm going to do because no. So I love sci-fi. I love, uh, I'm not a big fan of slasher films, but I like thrillers, but I hate, not hate. I just do not like castles and all that shit. Bro, I'm black. All I think about is how bad the black people are doing. If they're just rounding up these (laughs) hobbits, I can imagine any, like if they ever got to North Africa, it's all bad. Like well, Middle Earth it, is a very white place. There were no niggas, and if there were, they were super lost. Like if what if Sauron really didn't like the people that he didn't like? Imagine how he felt about my black ass. Well, that was the thing. Now, th- there's the 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 good thing about Sauron. He doesn't hate you for the color of your skin. He hates you because you're not Sauron. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he, once he found out, oh, he's also black. I mean. You know, since we're making this taco, add on some more sour cream. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, I didn't. That's mean what to, you get with a mega. That's what you get with a crafty war chief bastard. Like, oh yeah, hey, look, we made rings for uh, for all of you guys, and I look, I got my one. This ring also has all of the power of all of yours, but you're individually stupid and didn't realize that. I'm gonna really fuck this place up now. <laughs> yeah, like. Who I don't need that much power. I don't get it. Like, like uh, Blofeld, bro, you got way too much money. Like you, yeah. like you have way too much money, and like you want to take over the world. Hey, just end world hunger, bro. Like this, this something you can do. This is a thing that can happen. Like I don't know. Like fun. I don't know. Like Greenpeace. Like the one. Um, what was it? Uh, the Bond villain. I think it was the the first Bond movie with Daniel Craig. No, the second one. Where the, he ends up giving a guy, uh, he was an eco terrorist, but his whole thing was saving the fucking rainforest, and Bond just had to kill him for what? Why yeah. did he have to get taken out? What was that <laughs> going to prove? And then he leaves him in the fucking desert in uh, South America with an oil can, and he dies. Like, bro, he just wanted to save the world. Fuck am I sick sometimes? Well, Not all it, the time, it, but sometimes. It's I'm gonna get the philosopher name wrong. I think it was. Was it Diomedes or I, I, I can't remember offhand, Greek philosopher. But after they burned um, Alexander the Great's father, Philip of Macedon, after they burned, you know, ritualistic burning, not mm. he wasn't just set on fire randomly. <laughs> Barbecue, uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I see you burned my dad. The fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah. uh, so after, after he, he had, you know, the whole ceremony and everything, and he was burned to death, which means that all of, or not to death, but he was burned. And all obviously like skin and meat and everything kind of comes off and leaving your bones exposed to a degree. And the philosopher was standing there just kind of looking 
And Alexander the Great came over and said, what are you looking at? He said, I'm trying to tell the difference between your father's bones and that of a slave. And if that doesn't slap, (laughs) like Like, that is straight up saying, hey, Alexander, your father, he he conquered most of Greece and a lot of this part uh, up northeast here. Um, But he's literally no different from that guy that you have bring you wine. (laughs) <laughs> and try to rape ritualistically. Bro, what, oh, yeah. I know this. Macedonians hate the Greeks. It's, well, yeah. it's pretty. I didn't know. And I had Macedonian homeboys. Like, he's like, yeah, I hate Greek people. Like, really? He's like, yeah, I hate it. Like, I hate them. Like, Ma- why? Maca- like, Macedonia while. is its own place. Greece is its own. Well, it's funny because, like, they've never gotten along. The northern versus the southern has never gotten along. They even actually, go- that same Philip. Uh, 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 Philip of Macedon, father of Alexander the Great, it, it's funny because he threatened, he he demanded subjugation of Sparta. Now we all know Sparta. We all know how they don't them fuckers roll. They, yeah, they I don't, mean, unless you're finna like you know have some butt sex, and they'll super well, subjugate. <laughs> they, they, they are don't, they are both tops and bottoms. N- no one no one wanted to conquer them. You just kind of beat them and then left. Uh, because they were an unruly bunch. But the thing that's funny is he sent a letter to the Spartans saying, if you do not, you know, if you do not abide by me, then I will invade. Or it was, if you do not do this, or then we will invade. Mm-hmm. And we will burn and destroy everything. And they replied with, if. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, that was their testicular reply of saying look yeah you can come down here and everything but we are going to make it an absolute bloodbath one way or the other they and, don't I, it's a it's a very much cultural thing to where like and because of the history books like there are places that you just really can't conquer like people also like people are one day going to talk positively about hitler it's weird, I know, and we shouldn't. Oh, but we already live in that day and age. Yeah, but catch, I'm just <laughs> like, saying, but like in the history books, but catch this, like, or people are going to just look at it as an objective thing. Like Genghis Khan, most either, I think, it, no, not Kublai, that's his great, that's one of his grandsons, but Genghis Khan impregnated most of, if not all of Asia. Like, yeah, he, he did a he, lot of raping and killing. Oh, yeah. So well, the thing, the reason that people look a little more favorably on Genghis Khan or is, just more is, objectively. Well, the reason they do is there's a little bit of a difference. And that's that uh, Genghis didn't give a shit what you looked like, who you were, where you, you were from. As long as you said you are the Khan and paid tribute, you right. were left alone. Every he city really that they encountered that 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 came to terms and said, yep, we're a subject of the Mongolian Empire. They weren't we raided. They one. weren't attacked. They didn't have shit happen to them. Everything was basically fine for the most part. It's the people that said no are the, are the ones that dealt with a little bit of a problem. Right. Now, he did, and I mean, again, we're talking about we're talking about uber masculine alpha male whatever you want to term you want to use we're talking about guys that are of immense power and wealth who can do whatever they want yeah whatever the fuck they want yeah you don't turn down sex like that's just not what you do because it's gonna happen oh yeah it's either gonna happen with you saying yes or you saying no but it's gonna happen do you want to do you want to have a bloody nose when we do this or do you want to be comfortable like this is up you to you want to give yourself a chance to orgasm uh, it, it, <laughs> this, this will be over 
this will be over quicker if you just let it happen. And unfortunately, that's just a, a fact of history and, and what human beings have dealt with and what women have dealt with specifically. Right. There's no way to just stop that. You're just not going to just stop that. It doesn't yeah, work that's, that that's way. Not a culture that, that, that's not a culture that they like. <laughs> consent was not a thing that they worried about. It's like, no, we're doing this. So it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, Jesus. And the thing is that, is that an emergency? Consent wasn't a concept. It wasn't. There was no con- women weren't, and, and this is something that you know I I don't think is truly comprehended to a certain degree, or even talked about enough. But women today have more freedom, it, it, uh, the the most freedom they've had since Rome. Like yeah. in Rome, women could own property. In Rome, nice. women could, uh, you know, have many different things. Uh, up until you know the last century right. even half century right in women a lot had of countries women were basically property and again i'm not okaying that and i feel like i have to say that all the time no we're, we're being objective about we're, it. we're describing a tree as a tree that it, tree has bark on it that tree has yeah. branches that tree has leaves we're not saying the, it's a good the, tree we're saying it's a bad tree but we have yeah. to first describe the tree to tell you if it's good or bad right and and the you know i do not i do not view my wife as a subject or as someone who must answer to me. I don't, I don't view her in that way at all. She's equal to me in every way. Hell, she's better than me in a couple of ways too. Yeah. I didn't but, want to tell you that, but yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much true. You have kicked your coverage on that one. I, I always wonder if she lost a bet or it's like, if you're holding her hostage, we've been meaning to talk to you about this. Sean. We're kind of worried about it. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it, the whole point of a relationship, you know, when you get to pick your relationship is, that you pick someone that, that holds you up. Like that's supposed to be the concept of it. Now, you know, everyone, we have pluses and minuses, but there's a big difference between now and then when it was just kind of like, Oh, well, we're going to get married. And then all of a sudden some Lord of a duchy shows up and goes, no, you're not. And you're officially mine. You didn't have any say, and he couldn't fight you for it because that guy wasn't going to fight you. He was going to have these people come kill you then rape your sister and burn your lands. Like right. there was no negotiating. There was there no discussion. It's, you know, it's your place or mine. That was the negotiations. And it was always my place. That's, right. that's the way that they always viewed it. And people don't really think for a minute. And, and you know, there's a reason that I'm doing a history based podcast and is because I I love looking at history and it's and trying to be as objective as I can about it whenever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many things throughout history that we just don't we don't really want to talk about. And those uncomfortable things are what we always need to talk about. Yeah, that's the history like like you don't want to erase like people getting mad over statues getting taken down like well if you if if you people keep saying this if we don't learn about history doomed to repeat it so we're going to repeat you're afraid we're going to repeat slavery like what like no that's that's not how any of this works like and i said this in early podcasts when you do not write your own bars when you do not pin your own opinions when you do not come up with your own lines of logic and your own assertions and observations and inferences you're gonna sound fucking stupid because the people who you're getting that shit from are also going to sound fucking stupid. Like they sound, they make bad arguments. You copy the bad argument. Why would the why the fuck would you do that? 
Well, yeah, and it's it, the other the other thing, and this is this is something that you see happen with a lot of talking heads who who are there to be a spokesperson for X, Y, or Z. And of course, I'm talking about the one and only Candace Owens. Oh and God! I bring her up only because you're talking about someone who is trying to stay relevant and stay within media. And for anyone that doesn't know who she is, very simply put, she's a right-wing grifter who's a black woman. And guess so what? The worst of worst grifters. Like, well, yeah, she's not even good at it. That's the biggest no. problem. I can respect the hustle if you're good at it, but right. when you're just bad at it, she, you know, she came out and said sympathetic shit about Hitler. Now, now what she but said was stupid? not what she said was not directly going, hey, everything he wanted to do was perfectly fine. But what she did say is, I had no problem with his nationalistic views and what he was doing. I had a problem once he started invading other countries. And it's like, so you're basically cool with him gassing Jews so long as it's because not it's under, Polish yeah. Jews. <laughs> Eddie Izzard has a joke. He has a bit about this. And he's talking about like people, like like Pol Pot, we were talking about, like people, uh, Stalin killing his own people. If you're going to kill your own people, other countries, uh, I mean, until Saddam showed up, didn't give a fuck. They're like, hey, that's his own people. He, you know, they can leave well, like or at least China with the China with the Uyghurs right now, right. The, the, right, the Muslim bro. minority community that they're quite literally offing. Yeah. No one in the world cares. And it's and the because they're Chinese, China. they're Chinese Muslims, so no one fucking cares. Right. And the thing is too with uh with Pol Pot, like he killed his own people. The Khmer Rouge killed his people and millions. a little bit other of yeah, yeah, millions of yeah. his people in a lot of other parts of Southeast Asia. But he wasn't going in a fucking he wasn't sailing over to Taiwan to do this shit. He wasn't going into Korea to do this shit. So we that's he the one reason we didn't invade him. We should have invaded this motherfucker, but we're like <laughs> You know Cambodia what the, serves no purpose now. You Fuck know what us. the fucked up thing is, though? The mm -hmm. fucked up thing about that is Pol Pot, in order to maintain a positive uh, view from the United States, allowed Richard Nixon to firebomb his border area, which set fire to un an untold amount of, uh, of trees and foliage, and also murdered thousands of people that yeah. lived in that area he gave the okay to firebomb it he yeah. said yeah go right ahead because we were fuck. having we were having our little our little our little spat in that area and he wanted to maintain good relations that with, with was Nixon during the, US. the that was yeah. during vietnam yeah Man. because because he was worried about the Vietnamese on on the that the the edge line there, uh, trying to kind of do a swoop around or go hide in, in there, and so like, hey, we this is what we want to do, and he didn't do the rational thing of, um, no, you're not doing that. I'll I'll send my army out there to go investigate, but you're sure as fuck not doing that. No, he was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Go ahead, firebomb it. I don't care. He was a so bad leader. We did. <laughs> is it safe to say that? Is it safe to say Polbot was not a great leader? He's, I think he's top five evil in history. Like, yeah, from a perspective, from a leader perspective, he's he's not on the on Pretty the level shitty. of Stalin. I think Stalin is still <laughs> Stalin Bro. to me. Outside, if you if you subtract that it was a, attempting to exterminate the entire Jewish religion, if you which is a hard remove. Don't get me wrong. 
<laughs> right. It's a hard like, remove. Okay. It's a hard a, fucking remove. Ooh, that, but you're, you're, you're really, yeah. you're really, you're doing it. You're going there. I, All right. He, he killed, he killed millions for the crime of just being who they were. But at the same time, Stalin did the same thing, but it wasn't for who they were. It was just because. Yeah. Which to me is more terrifying. Because Thursday? if you do this, I can see your purpose. It's mm-hmm. a fucked up, horrifying purpose, but I see it. What Stalin did had no fucking purpose. It made no fucking sense. He there there's a thing called Cannibal Island. If you Google yeah. Stalin oh, dude, I, Cannibal I, I Island, it was fucking real. <laughs> I watched a video for one of the store, one of the anecdotes was there is a lady who was dating one of the officers and she comes back from the date. Yep. The townspeople <laughs> eat her alive. Like, bro, that they, is... they are. So they, for, for the, the quick and easy to explain it is they, they were supposed to go grab all of the, these, this certain type of person. I don't remember what they were called offhand. Anyone was who, certain... was a, who was nearby wearing a hat. Basically, they were supposed to grab a certain type of person that was considered lazy, but because they had the they gave these massive quotas to their local police. Huh. Where have I heard that before? Right. Because they gave these massive quotas to their local police. And because if these police didn't fill out these quotas, they, they themselves might have gotten taken or killed. So they were just grabbing literally anyone that didn't, quote, have a passport. They would grab people with a passport. There was a woman who was pregnant who was taken. I mean, they took random city folk away from a city where they were supposed to go learn how to farm. Yeah. And they put and they put them on this island where they were supposed to be able to farm. Well, they gave them little to no food. They gave them a little bit of bread. And so they started resorting to eating each other. They had to. Yeah, they had no choice. It was that or death. And the woman you're talking about, what they actually did to her, because she would go up there and she'd suck some dick to get some bread and water and everything. Because like, like she, go, she did what she could to live. Go suck dick. You can offer up your mouth to go get some fucking food. Don't be mad at her for playing the game, right? But the thing is, when there's a couple, you know, you're talking a couple. I think it was a couple dozen, up to a hundred and some. But she comes back. They tie her to a tree. Yeah. And this is from a witness account because there was a local farmer whose daughter would occasionally go over to that island in order to get a few things because there were certain like berries or or foilage or uh, I think it was sticks also. If you don't get a taste for some other fucking (laughs) berries, bitch, like what are you doing? Well, and it was also like sticks and other things for fire. She was unaware that there were other humans there because as far as they knew, it it was always there was no one that lived there. She witnessed this woman have her breasts cut off and they cut off her legs and they took everything that had meat. They didn't take the time to kill her. They just did this while she was alive. Can you imagine the screams? I'd be like, hey, can y'all just slit my throat, bash my head in, something? This is doing too much. Kill me. Just fucking just, just kill, kill me. me. Just kill I don't me care first. how you do it. Just do how it. How lazy are you? Well, like, they're, star- they're starving. And yeah, that was that it. They, they cut off the breast to, to literally throw her, her mangled breast into a cooking pot to cook it. Bro, that was they what they did. Titty. Literally. That's crazy. Literally. Ate, and it broke. There's like, you have to think too. There probably wasn't a lot of fucking meat on those bones because they're yeah. all fucking starving. So that's like yeah. a cup. 
Well, and, and you're talking about taking thighs off of a starving person, which thigh right. meat is going to be your largest source of meat Bro, who for thought? someone that's starving. She woke up that day just thinking she was going to suck some dick. She got <laughs> eaten. Like, that has to be the worst. Like, she probably didn't even like it. Like, this is horrible. Like, I wish someone would just kill me. Bitch, you better stop wishing. It's a full moon out in this motherfucker. You will like, be a snack. Like, she, you are she, someone's meal. She was she was killed for the crime of trying to survive, and it's you know unfortunately it's a lot more common than we'd like to actually act like it is. Oh God, it, it's it's real damn depressing. But you 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 still run into the issue of you know there's certain amounts of evil. Like by comparison, when you're talking about evil, I I don't view like. Uh, like Jefferson Davis, who who was the president of the Confederacy, and, I consider uh, him pretty fucking evil. Yeah, well, he wanted to be I, president of the racist of the of the slavery club. Right, like, right, hey, right. This slavery shit, I love it. I well, want to grow me a beard, uh, no sideburns, uh, mostly just a goatee, frizz out my hair, not brush my teeth, probably have sex with a relative because that's what I do. I'm from the South. I'm always going to say <laughs> that because fuck them. And, uh, yeah, this whole slavery thing, I want to keep this shit going. We can ride this shit the fuck out. Well, see, the reason I don't view him as evil, I completely understand from your perspective why, and everyone that's black, absolutely I understand. But the whole reason that I say I don't view him as evil is because he is an ideologue who basically had an ideology that was pretty common. It wasn't yeah. like he was some out-of-nowhere ideologue. It's just like if Hitler was just an anti-Semite, who was just really shitty to Jews? Yeah. Would you like, really view him as pink all day? What? Yeah. Do we have would you to? really yeah. view him? Would you really view him as evil if he was just you know he put in certain Jim Crow esque laws against Jews? No, you'd be like, yeah, what a piece of shit, what an asshole. Right. But <clears throat> there's a fine line between enslaving and attempting to quite literally eradicate them from the face of the earth. <laughs> if the South's entire concept was we're going to kill every black person that exists, that's that's a that's a, a different level. That's that's a that's a worse level than slavery to me. You're trying to just eradicate this entire group of people. Like slavery is one thing, trying to ethnic cleanse is another. They're both levels of the same terrible, but one yeah. is a little bit worse. Because <laughs> at least in you one, that. you're not dead. And the other one, you're, you're all dead. And that's a little bit worse. But I don't, what I meant more to put accurately is I don't view him as a top five evil in history. I don't think okay. he even gets close to top five, considering that we already have three in the top five, and that's only going back 60 fucking years. Bro, Andrew Jackson <laughs> was a dick, too. Fuck that dude. Like, Andrew like, Jackson. Oh, Andrew, I've seen a, a, um, a, uh, I've seen this one cartoon pseudo-documentary it gets really weird uh, if I can find it. But they're talking about Andrew Jackson, like, oh, his greatest singles. He, he stopped the National Bank. Fuck that guy. Like, no, we don't give a fuck about I don't give a fuck about his. Andrew Jackson is a racist, evil bigot, too. He's the, so none of what, his cabinet learned past the eighth grade. So we have a bunch of astute, we have a bunch of eighth graders being president. <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck well, him. And, he literally he, rode down from Washington to Georgia to make sure the people who were there, he was kicking out. Yeah. And that's the thing is like for, for how you can view Jefferson Davis or mm -hmm. Robert E. Lee from your perspective as demonstratively evil, no question. Mm -hmm. Native Americans view 
that in 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 how they view Andrew Jackson. Fucking Trail of Tears. Dude. It's, it's literally That's called not the a trail. trail. That was of a crime. march. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, like the march I'll... of depressed death. That's, <laughs> like, quite yeah, that's literally what, what that be. shit was. Bro, it can't be a trail. <laughs> there's trails in Westerville. There's a bike trail in Ohio. Like there's a trail, like, you know, by like Westerville Road. Like there's a trail, a bike trail. There's trails in neighborhoods. That was not a trail. That was a highway. Yeah, you don't you don't refer <laughs> to the attempted extermination of a group of people as a trail. No. <laughs> Whoever you, wrote you, that needs to get. I hope. I hope someone's pissing on their grave right now. You view a mixture of peanuts and M and M's and raisins <laughs> as a trail and chocolate. Yes, that is a trail. <laughs> that is a but, trail in the most pure in the most pure sense. When I say the most evil, and I think this is what's important to distinct is when I say the most evil, I mean someone who's evil for basically the sake of it, like. Yeah. They What's have Thursday? to be time to be evil. <laughs> yeah, they they have no choice but to be evil, and and they act on it. That's the important thing. That's why you. That's why anyone's like, oh God, Trump is just the worst. He's no, he's, he's not. A, on, he's inept. He's not he on the scale. And he is he, yeah, he's he's too stupid. And that that's his his biggest weakness is he doesn't have he doesn't have people that can do things around him. He doesn't At have all. a purpose. And that that not having a purpose, if he was if he was president during an actual world war, we would be in a big pickle. That would be the problem, because then he gets to make decisions that have longstanding consequences. And and that's when you start running into those problems. But when you're talking about top five evil of all time, it's those three. And you have to add in Caligula. I don't give a fuck who you compare anyone. Caligula is top five evil sister. Bro, you're yeah. doing too much. If you're you doing too your, much. If you're you rape your own sister, if you rape family and yeah. you make other families watch as you torture and behead and murder their other family members, I'm pretty sure you can look at a racist and be like, okay, you're bad, yeah. but you're not literally a psychopath. You're just a racist. Like, bro, how did you, like, <laughs> what went through, like, and no one could be like, hey, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, no, man, it's a great idea. You want to forcibly have sex with her? I'm pretty sure if you ask her, she might be like, "Okay," but like, you don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the whole like with uh you know with King Joffrey. If you're gonna go with Game of Thrones, oh god, he it, it, him it, and Ramsay were tied for they well, need to die. They're they're both they're both the uh, opposing sides of the Caligula coin. You know, the you had Joffrey who is sadistic, and on the other side you, you have Ramsay who is sadistic. They're they're the same creature, but from different positions. True. And if you like that's why you, you narrow it down, you go into top five evil, you've got four. So then you have to put in a fifth one. And again, that one is the one that I think is always subject to to preference and who you think. Because Bold <laughs> Buchanan. <laughs> he's up there like my dad i grew up my dad's from mississippi i've said this a bunch of times he grew up like his graduating class was the first to be segregated like when people talk about like oh, there's a song yeah, yeah there's a song by i'm not lena horn shit i forget it's called mississippi goddamn and she's talking about louisiana texas arkansas alabama georgia south carolina all the bad states but like mississippi is the Genghis Khan having sex with everybody level of racist. Yeah. Like, I was, I'm watching Love Country, not Love Country, Lovecraft Country, which is great, great show. 
And you're talking uh, about I sundown do, towns. Let me let me let me bitch about one thing on that on the first episode. There's though. no Cthulhu yet. You got to give it time. You got to no, no, give no, no, the no, Dark no, Lord no. time. I, I can sleep. live with that. I didn't need to see a six minute fucking music number. That that's it. Beyond that, I'm 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 all in for that show. But when you spent six minutes singing a fucking song to introduce your other main character, I I don't need that. Skip past it. Just get to the main character. But like the sundown towns, <laughs> those and things are terrifying and like real. my thing is if black people back then had guns and we had to have guns because white folks back then were crazy. Like that cop walks up to me, he's like, "Yeah, if you're not out of this county, I have right to kill you." I'd have been like, oh, damn. Like, well, sir, well, I'd have got real close and then just killed him. There's no cameras. I'd have just killed this motherfucker. I'd have killed that fucking cop. I'd have got out. I'd have got in the car. Like, hey, you got the guns? Cool. I'm going to stop right here. All right, cool. We're out. Pat, 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 pat. We're on our fucking way. Like, Mississippi was so fucked up. But see, the problem that you run into that, and this is just speaking from my brain as a white person and knowing exactly what they would say, that happens then the news runs that there was a cop murdered on the side of the road yeah. and all. And, and he was such a good family man. Oh boy. He was such a good family man. It was a church every weekend. He loved milkshakes. You he know, loves milkshakes. White milkshakes mostly, but he well, loved he, milkshakes. He, he only enjoyed vanilla. You know, yeah. the, he only did vanilla cherry on top, like a good Christian boy. But the, the problem is they would then say, oh, well, we've identified the killers. And it's these two it black been, boys. It had been any random black person. It, it's literally any random black person. <laughs> like, so, there been whoever is black and nearby. You did it, dude. I yeah. do not know what the fuck is going on. Where were you on the, where were you at this time on the 7th? I was in New York I was City. not. I was not in <laughs> fucking Pennsylvania. I can tell you that. And that's the big problem because I know exactly how they'll feed that because I purposely get uh, news notifications for all of the right wing sites to know exactly what they're going to they're going to be doing and saying. That's I why can't. I also follow all of the the podcasts that cover them like cover Alex Jones and QAnon and oh all my of God. that. That shit. shit is just stupid. QAnon is so retar- like bro. I am they obsessed really, with I, I it. Met a Q, I met a QAnon person. I, I've, I've, he I've, really, I've, really thinks that Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, is there to stop the pedophiles. He's like, no, he's cleaning the swamp. I was, he's uh, he's uh, he's clearing out the swamp or whatever, draining the swamp. I was like, bro, all the people in the swamp that are going to jail are his friends. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's the point though. Like. That's the worst thing on the planet. You see, literally that's, got your friends locked up. That's why I'm. Ass. That's why I'm so obsessed with it because it's it. It is literally moronic. It, it is. It is a level. moronic. It is a level of well. And, and here's a here's a quick little thing from <clears throat> from paying attention to conspiracy, working in right wing radio, which I did um, as the only left wing voice, I might add, but. Mm. People that they there's two things that they want. They they want power. They 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 view you have to have power. And Trump has only emphasized that because Trump is a no lose type of guy. He can never lose. Even if he loses, he has to have won in some way, shape, or form. Facts. That's, that's he's a zero sum player. Which zero sum for a quick explanation is if I give something, then I'm a loser. But if I get something and I don't give much of anything, I'm a winner. So I always have to come out on top. 
which is not at all how negotiations work for everything. It's a bad deal. <laughs> it's, it's, it's give and get. You have to give mm. something to get something. Right. Uh, in, in certain situations, you may be able to get more, but you're always going to have to give something. That's how it works. But the, the whole <clears throat> obsession with QAnon is there's the, the want and desire to believe that this man is he's so smart He's so powerful. Look at everything he's doing. I mean, he's not doing anything, but look at everything he's doing. He's pissing off the libs. That's a lot of what it is, too. That's it. But for them, but for them, that is accomplishing the goal. That's the goal. But then the other thing, the, the second part of it, which is the part that is really interesting to me, and I, I enjoy following, is that they want desperately to know something that that most people don't they, they obsessively need to have information that you're not aware of like yeah. oh you just don't understand you, you don't oh, understand. he's playing 3d chess no right. he isn't it's yeah. it's one of those things to where when people say oh he's going to run this country like a business donald trump has been running this like a business in the sense of what i'm saying is one not that he's fucking it up royally but what i'm saying is when you're a business person like say you're a vegan restaurant you don't give a fuck about the steak eater's opinions because that's not your clientele. That's not who's that's that's not who is putting money in your pocket. That's not who's patronizing patronizing you. When you're a steakhouse, you don't give a fuck about what the vegan feels like. If you no. make chocolate cake, like so, he's literally only doing shit to appease the people who are buying his product, and his product is bullshit. His product is racism. Lots of it. A healthy, a healthy, well, helping. So it's like you, you're you're doing. even going you're even going too in depth on it. His product is anger. Yeah. That's his product. His product is saying, "Hey, it's okay to be mad, and it's okay to be white and be mad." And that's his entire basis. Is his entire basis is it's okay to be white and it's okay to be mad. Like no one's saying it's bad to be white. I'm not sitting here. Um, when the protests first broke out, uh, the OG protests of this year, because mm-hmm. we've had so many at this point, rightfully, right. I'm not complaining about them. But when we had the first ones for George Floyd, and there was a video of white people like kneeling, putting up a fist, and saying that they renounced their privilege. Shut like, the bro, fuck up. What are you Shut doing? Shut the fuck up. That, yeah, you, don't do you're that. You're not That's helping. Passive. Don't. You're not helping at all. Stop that. No. I feel so bad. Like one lady was like, "See, she mentions I feel so bad to be white right now." No, I don't. Shut. No, don't do that. Do not. Do not say and do you're, that. You're doing like, the only inch. You're doing the only instance of reverse racism, and that's because that term doesn't exist because racism is just racism. But when you are start when you start being racist towards yourself, when you start pulling a Sam Jackson and Django Unchained, yeah, that's that's what reverse racism is. Yeah, when you say yes, I'm black and I should be a slave. Yeah. You're you're a fucking idiot. I don't really right, know what to tell you. There, buddy. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you you can't. Then it's yeah, the same with coat. like, oh god, I'm white and I'm so sorry for what? I'm so sorry the to be a man. Point. The whole Dude. point of anti-racism is that it's okay to be whoever you are. It's to the same stop thing. being racist. Yeah, it's the same thing with gender fluidity. I don't give a fuck if if you prefer male pronouns and I call you female pronouns because you have a female body and I don't know you. Just correct me. It does not ruin my day. I don't no. think. 
I couldn't also, care less. <laughs> I think really, I'm so glad you said it the way you said it because it is I couldn't care less. When people said I can't, I could care less, meaning you care, you stupid fuck. Yeah, like, I mean, you're, you're saying that you, you could you care can, less. You could care less. Like, like you're good. using the wrong, nine. you're using the term wrong. Like, you're using the term wrong. But it's like, <laughs> the, gen, the gender fluidity thing is to me, if you identify as a pineapple, great, cool, do what the fuck you want, I don't care. Like, it, yeah, if you're a trans you're, man... You're trying to go like, the absurd route with it, and that's the point. Like, be absurd they're like, oh, you identify at, what's the thing Louis C.K.'s useless piece of shit asset uh, is like, oh, I identify as an attack helicopter. Like, okay, if you want to do that, I don't care. It yeah. literally doesn't impact me. That's the point. You're getting hyped up and pissed off over something that four minutes from now will still not affect you. The, like, the, take the, your little dick and go. Dude, the <laughs> Get funniest over thing. The funniest thing to me is that like there are trans women and trans men. If you're if you're a woman, you if you're a man, you identify as a woman. Cool. If you're a, a a woman and you identify as a man, if we're ever in a hostage situation and there's it's just me, you, and a bunch of other trans men and trans women, sit your trans man and they say women and children first. Sit your ass down, buddy. We're meeting the Lord. Like no, you're a man. No, you are a man. Come get some of this privilege, baby. Like for I'll say this for not a long time, but from like 2014. To like 2016, I would have considered myself not anti-feminist, but more of a men's rights activist because I was which going is through a, the, which I is a poisoned going, movement in its own right. But that's not why, anything but, that's your but, fault. But here's why: <laughs> a lot of it was more for because of father's rights because I was having issues with my baby mom. Right, but, absolutely, and I'm I'm 100 percent there with you. And so my thing as I got out of it was like, what's the end game? I'm an end game type person. Like, what's the plan? You want to go back to a fucking patriarchy that you hate, that you complain about? Like, what is it? Do you want all women? Like, do you want all women to be back to being traditionalists to where you have to pay for dates? A whole bunch of money that you don't have because you're fucking incel and you don't really work? Like, there's no end game. It's just complaining about feminism. I have better shit to do with my day than complain about women doing shit that women want to do. That doesn't fucking affect me. Like, it doesn't. It does not affect me. If you're a feminist, cool. If you're not, that's fine, too. But, like, I'm not going to go spend my... Because I was watching these... I was like, bro, all they're doing is trying to shit on feminists. I was like, and a lot of the shit that they're shitting on is the female privilege that they hate. Like, that date that was that was lifted up by a bunch of uh, dudes that are propagating this shit. The traditionalists. Like, dude, you have no plan. You just want to shit on feminists. That's not a movement. Right, doing and these something are the same... just to shit on something else is not a movement. No, and these are the anything. same. These are the same people that'll bitch and complain about how all women care about is money, and all they want is you have to be great looking and you have to have money. And it's like, okay, but how many OnlyFans <laughs> are you subscribed to? Like, the, shut the, the, fuck the up. NFL only wants fast people who can catch and throw and block. What? <laughs> and and they act they act like that. You know the whole. <laughs> the whole Chad being using that as as the term for the stereotypical built like a truck guy with a bunch of money. You can look like, like that, you fucking asshole. Now, if you're short, and, I get it. It sucks. But if you're six, two and you're just a lard ass, that's on you, guy. That's on well, you. Even that, like there's certain you, you look the way you look. Okay, yeah. you can you can you can fix certain things like, you know, how much you weigh, mm-hmm. how healthy you are. Right. Um, you know how your teeth look like certain things are things that you can fix obviously requiring a certain amount of of financial ability but the whole point here is you could fix all of that 
and you could look like a Chad, but if you still have the personality of a fucker named Gary, then that's just the way that you are. <laughs> shout like, out to all the Garys in the shout world. Shout out to all the Garys out there, especially <laughs> Sleepy Gary. Sorry, but, Gary. <laughs> but the, it, it was the most bland name I could think of, and I also yeah. had a uh, Michael Jackson song in my head. Shout out, Gary, Indiana. Oh, uh, nice. Okay, I got yeah. you. That's mostly why I went with it. Uh, so the, the, whole, the whole point to it is they don't comprehend that just because that is a sexy-looking muscle car doesn't mean the engine on the inside works or is right. good. And, like, my wife is beautiful, and I love her very much. She's gorgeous. She's probably not going to she... listen to this, Sean. You don't have to. I'm joking. I'm just messing <laughs> with you. <laughs> but she, she like, her, her big thing is like personality is what matters to her more than anything else. Like, of course she, you know, you're going to need to find the person attractive. Like if you can't wake up and look at him and like want a bone, that's a problem. And, and that's the whole point here of there's an attractive level. But if you realize that it begins with a personality, they can easily look into and go, Oh, I find you attractive. And I, and you know, I may not find you super physically attractive, but stop comparing yourself to you know chris evans and and liam hemsworth like you're you're setting yourself up on a level where these guys were born of wealth they had money growing up they have time to work out all the time or at least their job is to look great yeah at minimum they have it now they have their their job is to look good nothing else to do except not look like the guy from not another team movie (laughs) that's it that was his his only job his job is to look good his yeah. job was to be in great shape and play the role that he's supposed to play. Don't compare yourself to that when you have to go to work from nine to five. Right. Like that's what you got to stop doing. And because we have such an obsession over, uh, you know, we, we are the biggest celebrity fuck, uh, you know, uh, society on earth. We obsess over them and then we mock them. And then we say, Oh my God, look how skinny she is. Like shut the fuck up. Let, oh, let her be. Let- let me give you some pushback on that. So I was looking at this show. This is Paris. It's a YouTube thing. And oh no, yeah, I, I saw, some, I saw yeah. some of that. I saw my ex. I was like, I do not feel as bad for Paris as I would have if it had been almost any other celebrity. Here's why: Paris's whole brand, and uh, for a lot of people who didn't come up when she was super fucking famous when super Paris popular. Hilton was a brand. Yeah, her, her whole thing early was, to mid 2000s when bro, she she you know that's hot. World. that was yeah. yeah. She was not talent, did not have talent. She was barely a model. She wasn't great there's other models that look better and she there's other models that are working. She came from wealth. I think Nikki looks better. I think Nikki has a better personality. Her whole brand was the illusion of fame being untouchable. She wanted to be royalty. She wanted to be, not Caligula, but she wanted to be what the royalty was when royalty was royalty. Does that make sense? Like in the 14th, yeah, I, like I think... medieval, like the Medici family and everything else. Like for, like when the city-states of Italy and Germany were just like medieval, uh, not medieval, middle age and renaissance fame. She wanted to be that. She Shout never out to at, the Medici family. <laughs> right. She never at once uh after her fame subsided in like I want to say 2000 between 07 and 2010. Was, I was going to say she, it was about 07, yeah, uh, somewhere she, around there. She never rebranded. She still wanted to be seen as is untouchable and um 
perfect person. And when social media is jumping and you're seeing people with their flaws, you're seeing people as, and even if it's a front, they're letting you see behind the curtain. There was no behind the curtain with with Paris. There was nothing deeper. There's nothing to her and she never rebranded. So now when she goes, no one understands me, bitch, you are 38 years old. You are well, 38 see, years. Hold on. I'm not done yet. Because yeah, I want to make this point. She's no, I'm because I'm aggressive about this point, not about interrupting you. So, like, no, no, you are 38 years old. All of the people you came up with have either fallen off, be it Lindsay Lohan, or gotten married and had kids. Ashley Ooh, Simpson, Jessica off, Simpson. Off a ju- just off a truck, Lindsay Lohan. Right. But <laughs> Tara Reed, all the people who were who were hot, who were famous for just being hot, even though they that, had like zero 2004 to 2008 area. Boom, was, right there. Oh, yeah. bro, uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki, uh, her not Nikki, fucking the, the Paris and Nicole. That's it. Uh, Nicole, Nicole Richie. Richie. She's yeah. she's a mom now. Everyone became something more. They rebranded because they, they there's something bigger. And I want and I want to say this, and I'm not trying to be traditionalist on this, but I think Paris 